Hello and welcome to the Sports Grade Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker and with me as always is the employee number one, Ruben Williams. How are you, mate? G'day, Ryan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I ref- believe you're referring to, to uh, yourself now as employee number three. You are, what, not even one week out of Cricket Australia and now full-time in Sports Grade. So no. it's yeah. brilliant to have you on board. You're certainly making my life easier already. Just a few days, very fresh. Uh, I mean, not fresh to the uh, the business, but fresh to my schedule looking like it is, uh, mm. which is crazy. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's certainly different, but I'm loving it so far. It's uh, it's fantastic. Brilliant, mate. Well, it's uh, it's awesome to have you full time. It's good to be full time. Uh, it's good to be employee <laughs> number three. So exciting times at HQ. Rubes, let's kick on. Um, firstly, a word from our sponsors. Uh, first of all, our good friends at Deakin University. And I think it's uh, exam time at the moment uh, at Deakin. Yes, yep. Um, which obviously brings back a few memories for uh, yourself and I. But I just wanted to ask mm. you, when I say exam time, what does that mean for you? A memory, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, extreme stress, mainly because I... Uh, missed. I missed three exams in my life, Ryan. Yeah. And uh, one was because I was watching the World Cup in 2014. I wanted to watch Tim Cahill score a volley goal that was out of this world against the Netherlands yeah. rather than sleep before a 9 a.m. exam, and I missed the exam. On another occasion, I created my own exam calendar and got the dates to the days wrong, which meant <laughs> I arrived on the wrong day for an exam that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and Love so... It. So, uh, yeah, I've got a good history with exams. So, um, shout out to everyone who's going through exams at the moment. They are they're yeah. tough at the best of times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, tough times, but very rewarding. I, yeah. I don't. There's a lot of good feelings at uni, and I feel like the end of exam period is one that is uh, that is awesome. So, shout yeah. out to those in exams at the moment, but. At Deakin University, as we know, every single course is backed by industry experts. So you can be confident that you'll get the job you want with a degree that employers want. Deakin University, progressive real-world learning. This show is also brought to you by our good friends at Sports Where I Am. Uh, Give yourself a memorable summer to look forward to, like Ruben and I are going to do. I think we're going to go to the Adelaide Test from memory. So plenty of cricket coming up. Yeah, there's a lot happening there. So... Give yourself a similar memorable looking summer like ours and head to sportswhereiam.com.au to find all your favorite sports. Plus use the code sportsgrad for 5% off your tickets. If you want to learn a little bit more about us, who we are, uh, want to ask us a few questions, whatever it is, feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn. You can find a link to do so in the show notes. Today, Rubinho, uh, we are talking about seven mistakes to avoid when networking. And there's genuinely no better person to take us through this one than yourself. (laughs) So I'm going to hand this over to you. I might chime in where I can, but you are the expert in this field. So take (laughs) it away, my friend. Sure. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Yes. Well, like similar to when you say exams and I get extreme stress, when people say networking, it also brings a lot of overwhelm and doubt and anxiety because it is such a stressful thing trying to put yourself out there and make an impact or impress people around you so that you can become well-connected in the circles 
that are going to take you places. And that's kind of like number one reason why you want to network is because there are so many opportunities in circles of people who know each other. And that is why 80% of the job market lives in the hidden job market. Um, people would have seen recently, I've re- got a, a small contract with um, the T20 World Cup. Uh, that was kind of a, a tap on the shoulder type opportunity, very classic case of the hidden job market. Um, they've also asked me, hey, Ruben, we want to bring on an intern. Who do you know? Uh, they're not going out publicly with it, but this is another hidden job market type opportunity as well. So those who are in the know and well-connected can find more opportunities. That's the whole purpose of networking. So this is, you know, there's plenty of benefits to it, um, but it's also extremely um, tough because, you know, you're dealing with people in high profile positions. You worry about what they think. You might not be as well developed or progressed as them. So there's a lot of things that kind of enter your mind that make it a tough thing. So today we're going to kind of discuss seven things that, uh, people commonly make a mistake over that will help you improve your networking. So the number one mistake people make is they haven't connected it to their goals. So this talks to why you want to network in the first place. People will go out and network, people who go out and network without a goal in mind won't be that motivated to actually follow through on it because I don't understand why they're doing it. But if you said to me, Ryan, hey, I want to get a job at Tennis Australia before I graduate this year. And the way I'm going to do that is by networking with the people in the organization. Then you're a lot more motivated to go forth and network. So the first mistake that people make is not having networking connected to their goals. The second mistake people make is that they try and find the perfect person to reach out to. And this is just an excuse not to do it. They just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it Mm. off, thinking like, all right, who do I, who have, can I find someone who's in the field that I'm interested in? Can I find someone who's, you know, not so high up that they're too unreachable, but not so, you know, early in their career that I feel like I'm not going to learn much off. You know, they try and kind of pinpoint the exact person who's going to give them exactly what they need. Yeah. That is not the point of networking. If you're trying to get everything out of one person, it's just not going to happen. You know, the way to get better at networking is just to do it more frequently. It's like building muscles in the gym. You know, the more reps you get in, the better you get at it. So those procrastinating, trying to find the right person, stop right now, just scroll through LinkedIn and find someone who's posted something who, who that interests you and reach out to them. So mistake number two, stop trying to find the perfect person to reach out to. Don't you think as well, you know, if you're trying to find the perfect person, person like a lot of networking is about meeting someone who is like the chain to connect to someone else Mm. so if you just if you're too busy trying to find the perfect person you're missing out on you know getting ahead and actually getting introduced to that person already because you know Mm. they probably know who that perfect person is to be honest absolutely absolutely right you just put yourself in a treadmill by trying to you know be perfect with the outreach which leads me to number three The mistake number three is being afraid to reach out to people who are too high in their mind, who are too senior, who are, you know, CEO, chairman, board member type level. Don't be afraid to reach out to those people because they are just as helpful and willing to spend time with you. And the best example I have of that is, 
in 2018 when this podcast was a YouTube channel with just 30 subscribers, I reached out to Chris Niku, who's the chairman of Football Australia, and asked for an interview with him. And he said yes, and we chatted at the FIFA World Cup in Russia. And I didn't think I had you know, any business mix, mixing with Chris Niku, but he was kind enough to respond to my message, and we did an interview at the FIFA World Cup. So um, mistake number three, stop aiming too low. The people who are high up are very reachable as well. So um, do not hold yourself back. Pretty huge how he responded to you at the World Cup, hey? Well, it was pre-World mm. Cup, but like he was willing to give the time at the World Cup. Probably when yeah. he's most busy in terms of like public appearances and like things like that. <laughs> yeah. He was happy Actually, to chat. He said, Ruben, come to Skazgar restaurant at 12 p.m. on the day of yeah. Denmark versus Australia. We'll, we'll have a chat out the back. So, uh, yeah, it was a phenomenal experience. But you just got to ask. That's the key. Uh, mistake number three, sorry, mistake number four that people make is that they don't research the person who they're meeting with in advance. Now, this is a mistake because it gives you information that you can use in the conversation to either get to know the person better or lead it to the areas that you want to know more about. For example, Ryan, if I did some research on you, I might find out that you were the vice president of the Scarborough Sharks for, for a couple of years. And if I was just coming in fresh, I might use that to get to know you better because I might have some community cricket experiences myself. And I might say, hey, I noticed you were president at your cricket club. Um, you know, how have you been playing for? Are you a batter or are you a bowler? And, and just use that bit of intel to get to know you a bit better. Yeah. Uh, or I might say, hey, Ryan, you spent four years at Cricket Australia between community cricket and partnerships. Um, you know, can you tell me more about the accounts that you were managing when you were in the partnerships team? So mistake number four is not researching the person you, you're meeting in advance because that can help you so much when it comes time to interact with them. I think that's um, an extension to that is almost like you have to do your research, but secondly, find the common ground. You know, mm. if you, you know, you don't have to have common ground with every single person, but if you see on LinkedIn something that perhaps you have a connection with or, you know, say someone volunteered at a club, it wasn't your club, but it was one that you knew about and had played against, there is mm. common ground right away because you can basically start the question of, How's your club going? We've played before mm. and all of a sudden, bang, like fireworks. Totally. There it goes. So you just got to find those bits of gold, I think, in amongst Absolutely. Definitely. Mistake number five is you haven't thought about what you want. So if I'm meeting with you, Ryan, and I haven't thought about what I want, then my approach to the interaction is going to be pretty flimsy. But if I've thought about what I want and what I want is, you know, a referral to another person within Cricket Australia to start building my network there or if what I want is to learn more about how Cricket Australia makes money, then that can help guide the interaction and help me feel like I'm coming away from it uh, as though it's been really useful. The other thing, so this is where people think on oh, networking is just a take, take, take thing. It's got to be a two-way street. So mistake number six is you haven't thought about what the other person wants. So if I might want another connection within Cricket Australia when I meet you, if I think about what you want and I'm a student, what you probably want from me is just to feel like you've helped me. There's not too much you're going to get from me, but you just want to feel like your time has been used valuably. You want to feel like you're not wasting your time. Yeah. 
So the least I can do is come prepared to make you feel like it's been a valuable use of your time. And that starts by thinking about what the other person wants. And so if I can then combine what I want and what you want, then that can help form a little agenda in my own mind to make sure that this is a really constructive, mutually beneficial meeting. I always um, share this example. It's one of the things that I learned really early on when I was under Lena Staropoli, who has been on the podcast before, good friend of the show. Mm. Yeah, She said to me from the get-go, like, when you're meeting with people and because, you know, in the early stage of your career, you have to be meeting with people. So when you do, always have an ask. And mm. that that comes back to that mistake number five about, you know, knowing what you want. Mm. Otherwise, it's just a... You know, there's no, you've got to create meaning for the conversation. What do you want to get out of it? And if you don't have mm. that in mind, you're going to miss opportunities. Totally. So, you know, from that point forward, you know, you always have to just have that goal in mind, have that mm. want, have that ask, and you'll find that the the conversation will often end on a really good note and on a positive note. Mm. And it's not a bad thing to want something from another person. Like no. I think Lena also said in in that interview with her where I think I think it was episode 24 if anyone wants to look back at it but she is under no illusion that you are looking for something from her yeah so come prepared and actually make that request because she'll be more than happy to give it to you if you've done your research to figure out what that is so yeah it's okay to want something from someone else as long as you make it beneficial for them I think with that as well don't I can see why if someone was listening to this, they'd be like, but I don't know what my ask is and it's hard to create the ask. And mm. I totally agree. Like it is tough to find an ask and figure out what's right. Mm. So I think almost have in the back of your, in your, in your back pocket, the ask can be, can you connect me to, with someone else in the industry in a certain mm. area? Like that's an, that's an easy one just to pluck out. Yeah. If you're struggling to find what that ask is and what you want from that conversation, Keep mm. that one there. It's almost like your backup if nothing else comes to mind. Mm. Absolutely. Finally, mistake number seven is you don't reflect and make improvements. The only way to get better at networking is to do it repeatedly. And if you want to make constructive improvements every single time you do it, the best way is to just reflect on how the previous interaction went, what went well, what didn't work well, and then make changes before you go into the next one so those are the seven mistakes that people commonly make and that you should avoid um ryan to help people out because there's, there's a lot to remember in this to help people out we made a little template to help people networking uh so those who are on youtube you'll be able to see this those listening along on your morning walk or whatever won't be able to see this but we've made this little product called the template to called the networker which is a two-page template uh, that basically outlines everything we've discussed. So making sure that networking uh, is aligned to your goals, it helps you set uh, your career goals, it helps you find the people to reach out to, it helps you stay accountable to reaching out to them. Uh, it allows you to um, do some history, uh, find some history on the other person, do your research and just come with like a little cheat sheet on who the other person is, what you want, what they want, what your intended outcomes are, what's your agenda, and then a space to reflect. And now I um I still like I still use this quite regularly. 
And the way that I've used it is oh, you can see here, I've printed them out and there's, there's a whole bunch of hole punches on the side of them. So I've created a little binder for myself where I like will stick them in. And if I need to go back, I can find the past interaction and, and see how that went and how my reflection on that was as well. So it just allows me to keep a little log of all the people who I'm meeting and allows me to continue to improve. So if anyone's looking for an easy sheet to print out to do all of that in a really constructive way, you can find them on the website or there's a link in the show notes to do so. It's, it's 19 bucks uh, and it just helps streamline your networking so much easier. Awesome. The best 19 bucks you'll spend, I reckon. What is that? About mm. five coffees less. Yeah. Four less coffees. Four coffees. Mm. Pretty good. Um, nice one, mate. That was awesome. Um, some really good takeaways there. So uh, well done and hope everyone enjoyed that. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time.